Dark save for light being cast from the big TV screen and the imminent sunrise that's teasing the one starry sky with whispers of morning. Hey George. Hey Lions, how goes it? Uh, life was was pretty good, and then uh, you picked Golden Axe mm-hmm. for the game mm-hmm. this week because it's, I don't like you and I don't like your face. I yeah, know it's been all downhill since then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I, I I too questioned like the unity of the universe like there is no <laughs> good divinity that would put something like this on the planet you know like i, I which means i took wisdom damage you know yeah. Yeah. and and so i i have to ask so you we were trying to decide what game to play for this episode and uh you know we have like our list and mm-hmm. you're like oh what about golden axe like right it's like it's a different genre yeah. you know it's 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 from a much earlier age it's actually 89 um, and it was an arcade game before that. And right. at that time in history, arcade cabinets were like way more powerful than any home console. So they always took a massive degradation when they went <laughs> from the arcade cabinet into the home console. Um, but do you have like super fond memories of this game? Was this like my buddies and I used to ride our penny farthings down to the soda shop and then play Golden Axe? Oh, yeah, right after we played Jacks down by, by the swimming hole. Yeah, um, and mar- marbles. Yes, yes. Actually, <laughs> yes. Um, no, a friend of mine, like my like elementary school friend, we would play this game for quite some time at a shot, which blows my mind. I think it's like like all of the things that I do that I personally find questionable, I think are root caused by having played this as a child. Like it, <laughs> it damaged me when I was young, and now every time when I'm like, I don't know, man. I grew up with loving parents and a good home life. I don't know why I'm like this. It's probably this. This is probably why. So, <laughs> so this. I mean, I I think we're we're kind of burying the little little bit on how we felt yeah. about it. But but here, <laughs> I I did get one uh, particular silver lining out of this. Uh, so I just spent uh, a week um, at my my company's home office. Uh, we have like a thing that we do every year, and and basically everybody in the company gets together, and it's it's a lot of fun. And uh, a lot of people like to do tabletop gaming, so everybody gets together for a game night. And I said, oh, I, I can bring some video games if you guys want to play video games as well as tabletop games, because I knew the room we were going to be in had a television. And they were like, right. oh, that's cool. You, sh- you should totally do that. And then I was playing um, Battletoads, actually, <laughs> and I was getting ready to take a break and go play Joking Hazard, and somebody came into the room and was like, oh, do you have Golden Axe? And I was like, funny you should ask. <laughs> so so I, I hooked up Golden Axe for this guy and for another guy that was like, oh, my God, Golden Axe. And I was nice. like, wow, two people who are like super jazzed to play this. I am now going to forego playing Joking Hazard to like ob- observe them like animals in the wild. <laughs> and uh, their their experience was unlike my experience in all ways. Really? Oh yes! Like there, there are um, there are whole things about this game that I was not able to derive from playing it, hmm. and uh, that they clearly like the way things in in like a Sonic or a Mario or a Tetris might hold over for a lot of people our age. Like man, they just they remembered every little trick and every little nook and cranny, and I was like, oh, so 
you really do need nostalgia goggles for this game to be fun <laughs> because I remember playing this as a kid, but it wasn't like super high on my favorites list. And yeah. these people think this is like the best game ever made. They're they're not embedding their controllers in the drywall at all. So clearly oh, yeah. they're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, like I said, like I, I mean, I played this a not a tremendous amount, but we we did play it a fair amount when I was younger. And like I just remember, um, and you know, and we'll, we'll talk about it later, but a, a just so much mysticism behind it. Like, I just remember thinking, like, you know, like when I was playing, like, oh my gosh, this is so amazing. Like, the magic system and the co op gameplay is so fantastic. I didn't have any of those words, but you know, like, <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's like fun and also fun. Yeah, it's fun. I like it and I like things that are fun and this <laughs> is fun, you know, like it just, yeah, but I just remember thinking, like, oh man, and that's kind of why I wanted to, um, to play it because I was like, I remember this very emotionally and like not, I didn't, ha- I, I just remember it being like very interesting and fun. And I wanted to see like how well that held up and we, we will get there. Yeah. So, <laughs> so let's, let's start with the visuals. So how does it look? How does it look? Well, I, and I've, I've thought about this. So I really think that you need to break this question up into two things. Like, like <laughs> the way, like the actual, like visuals are as far as like, you know, like the graphics and, you know, the colors and all that sort of stuff. And then the visuals as how they represent false three dimension. Right. <laughs> because I think that, you know, like, and I think like, if I remember correctly, there's like, this is golden axe, the golden axe. And then there's like golden axe to revenge of death adder, you know, and like, yeah, and there's a third one, which is there, Revenge of Death Adder Jr. or some. I don't know. Really? Yes, <laughs> I mean there is a third one. Revenge of Death Adder's <laughs> second cousin twice removed. <laughs> but like, so I think that this one we could go back and rename it Golden Axe: Colon Am I in the same plane as my enemy? <laughs> and because <laughs> I found myself asking that question every second of the game. Um, so as far as that like like i so like i would like to break that discussion up into two different things like so, the visuals so, so from the, the way they are to look at and uh, enjoy like you might enjoy a fine piece of art versus their right. ability to convey information to you yes exactly because like in most games you know it's just kind of like oh well if the colors are really drabbed and sometimes it's difficult to like like um you know like it's difficult to say like oh well i'm here and the bad guys are there or what have you but like in this one, it was stark, like the difference between, you know, like just like, <laughs> oh, wow, that that's clearly a bad guy. I get it. But then like he would come like charging at me. I'd be like, he's not in the same play as me. Like knock me on my butt and I'd be like, oh, OK, no, it's on now. And I'd walk back up to him, just swing fervently at his left shoulder as he like <laughs> looked on and laughed. And I'm like, I just want to hit you. No, that that's fair. And this is actually something about beat em up style games. I've always disliked is that side-scrolling beat-em-up games are i mean they're they're never entirely side-scrolling there's always the faux z dimension right so you need some sort of visual cue that you are on a plane of existence that can interact with their plane of existence and yes. Golden Axe, um, I mean, I'm I'm willing to accept, like, oh, there's these obvious cues. It's just, as an adult playing modern games, you don't know how to recognize them. I did not see any. And I don't recall the enemies ever whiffing. Like, I can't think of a time where they were like, oh, swing and a miss. Like, if they swung, they hit me. And I'm not saying that they 
were able to hit me in a time I couldn't have hit them. It's that the computer knows when it's on a plane yes. that will intersect with your plane. And I, I felt like that was information I didn't always have. Yes. No, like the computer would like, like you, <laughs> it was like a, almost a weird form of like precognition in a sense that like, you're not sure whether or not you're in the same plane as the bad guy. And then right as the computer starts to swing, you're like, apparently I am. And that's <laughs> yeah. the last thought in your head before like you just get your nose spread out all over your face. You know, like it was, it was wildly frustrating and, and you would know better than I would, but my knee jerk reaction after I had to go buy a new TV from putting my controller through my <laughs> old one was was like I I feel like in later games or at least in more successful games or whatever we don't really deal with this as much because we now have the actual third dimension. <laughs> it's like that. I think an easy solve to that would be that the computers, like the width of the plane that it has to be in, is tighter than yours. You know, yes. like. They just gave you that little affordance where like your window was just a little bit wider. So that way you could hit the computer when they couldn't when they couldn't technically hit you that that would make the game. Uh, I want to say more enjoyable, but instead of saying that, I'm just going to say enjoyable. It would make the game enjoyable. <laughs> enjoyable. Yes. Yeah, because more, more enjoyable. Any multiple of zero is still zero. Right. So by any chance, did you get to play the, the two player of this at all? I did not because I love my wife. Okay, yeah, no, that 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 checks out. <laughs> so we'll we'll dive into that a little bit when we talk about the mechanics. Um, okay. But I I mean th- this is this is my one major gripe with this style of game. But the the graphics in general in this game is that you just you didn't always know where anything. Yeah. Period. Like that that is the end of that sentence. Like yeah. you can always see all the characters, but you the hitbox is unknown to you and yes. there are certain things that they tried to mix up the characters to you know like the valkyrie has a butter knife but she has like her cool flying kick when she dashes mm-hmm. whereas like the barbarian guy has like a i don't know like sting from bilbo right yep <laughs> so he has like something more dramatic of a hitbox but his his dash is like a shoulder bump and mm-hmm. it, it's like the very edge of his his shoulder is against the edge of the hitbox so there's just this little tiny area where you can hit and you are probably going to screw it up because they can hit you before yeah. you can hit them and then of course yeah. the dwarf has like his screen covering battle axe with every yes. single swipe hits something somewhere oh yes and we can discuss it more when we get into the mechanics but learning and i want to say learning because i don't think i knew this but learning which characters like to play was like a key for me for like you know figuring it was like it was like like slowly waking up from like you know (laughs) (laughs) from like being knocked unconscious and being like oh right i'm alive and playing a video game i guess you know and like uh, so so as far as the so yeah the the being in the same plane as your uh your bad guy that that was um nightmarish also um for the visuals i you know and again you know nostalgia goggles abounding there were so few sprites right yeah like yeah, there was no, like the, the game's pretty lightweight <laughs> yeah like i mean i just remember when i was playing this game back in the day being like oh yeah man we're on like this flying eagle now and oh my god we were on a tortoise the whole time and oh there are bad guys everywhere but now playing through i'm like Oh, it's 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 the same guy as before, but now he's pink. 
Oh, now he's now he's gray. Oh no, what am I getting? I was just kind of like, oh, there's like four bad guys in this thing. There's Goblin dude, weird. It looked I I I don't know like the weird bald guy. <laughs> I don't want the giant. No, no, not the giant fat bald guys. Like the smaller henchmany oh. bald guys. Yeah, no, I think those are bald guys. Yeah, they're just bald guys. Yeah. yeah, and then um and 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 side note too, what are they hitting you with? Uh, I'm Rapes? gonna go. With, I'm gonna go with cudgels because I don't have a picture in front of me. No, because like cudgels I, feels like a broad enough category. Well, yeah, I mean, in the same way, it's like like I, <laughs> I'm I'm hitting you with this like small glass. It's it's a cudgel, whatever. But <laughs> no, I don't know, man. Like it always looked like, um, and still does. And this is actually something that again brought to my attention where I was like thing a and she's like not thing a at all thing b i'm like that's what that is thank you for resolving that because i've been going on for two decades was it looks like they're holding a bunch of grapes and they're just hitting you i'm gonna go with grapes i'm gonna go with bouquet Ooh, yeah no they're beating you to death with flowers that's yeah that's no i I just i just found a picture of the sprite online and uh yeah yeah bouquet it it looks like a bouquet of flowers yeah, it's like I don't know like what they're hitting me with. So there's that, and then also um, the whatever uh, and the the things that you hit to get like potions, right? That look, are you gonna say squirrels? Because they look like squirrels. squirrels. Okay, thank you. Okay, no, I feel a lot better now. Thank you. Okay, God, you know, like because because Megan's like, oh yeah, those little men with sacks, and I was like, what the hell are you talking about? And she's like, yeah, you know, the the, the guys with the sacks. Yeah, they're like the ones like those aren't squirrels and she's like well when you beat them their sacks go away because their sacks are empty i'm like i just thought their tails deflated like i don't yeah Yeah. no i'm i'm halfway between you and megan on this because (laughs) i at first i was like huh little squirrel men with potions that's weird and then after (laughs) after i'd been playing for a while i was like oh they're okay i see it's like their little bag and then the bag is empty if you knock all the potions out of them and then every time I saw one after that, in the back of my mind, it was like, nah, dude, those are squirrels. <laughs> I was like, I was like, no, shut up, id. Those are definitely little men with backs. <laughs> nah, dude, those are squirrels. Look at them. Look at the big fluffy tails. Yeah, right? Yeah, no, I mean, like, and, and I remember the time, you know, like, it's kind of like if somebody says, like, thing A when you're young and it's completely right. You know, okay, actually, a much better analogy is it's very similar to, like, when you're a kid and you get the lyrics to a Disney song wrong. And you keep singing the song wrong. Until, oh, yeah, like, that, that's just stuck with you forever. Yeah, until, like, you're, like, 18 and should way know better, you know? Like, it was that, where I was just, like, now I'm 31 and I'm just still, all I can see are the squirrels until Megan said, like, no, those are those are people. I'm like, so they are. But no, squirrels. Squirrels for days. So yeah, I feel like this is a quirky limitation of the human psyche is, like, you if you if every time you saw an image, your brain had to reinterpret it like you were seeing it for the first time, we would have to be just way smarter, right? Like you, <laughs> it, at some point when you were a child and I was a child, we decided that those were squirrels and then our brains stopped trying to see anything else. Yeah. Cause it's just like, no, I, I know what that is now. And, and I think especially with things where it's like my, your brain says like, that is a tiny cute squirrel in a TV screen. And most importantly, it's not going to kill you. So yes. I have to, I don't have to interpret what that is anymore. It's something that's not a threat. So squirrel and you're done here you know yeah. um i will say i do uh enjoy some of the some of the artwork like the the giant seemingly out of place terrifying skeleton monster on the character select screen 
It's like yeah. he's got his hands out. Like that was actually, I mean, for graphics of that era, like that was it was pretty detailed. It was pretty cool looking. And then there's other sprites that have like two dots and a dash as their entire facial structure. <laughs> yeah, and especially like the skeletons in particular. So like I thought, and and this this will also lead into the um, the the sound quality. But like, um, I thought that some of the graphics, that you know, like limitations, limitations, right? And and unlike with like other games where if it's over the top and very cartoony, they can take more liberties with it. But they're trying to represent like real things, right? So when you knock the skeletons onto the ground, like you have shattered their jaw, like <laughs> like they are they are messed up. And, uh, and, and so, yeah, so, I mean, like, there, there were some some of those visuals that were more gruesome than, like, they needed to be because, like, there's, like, trying their best to, like, well, we can't just, like, like you know, do the Dragon Ball Z thing with, like, you know, breathing dead bodies. Like, we can't just have them, like, laying on their back and, like, drifting off to sleep. We have to have some visual to show that they're dead. But at the same point in time, you're like, uh, yeah, that was a little bit more visceral <laughs> than I think you intended. <laughs> Yeah, I, I will say just the one last thing about the visuals, and we don't have to and, and probably should not go off into a crazy political discussion, but um, I, I was intensely aware as an adult, something that no one who is a child, I think, would have recognized at this time in history. But I mean, this is 89, right? And this mm -hmm. whole thing is very like Conan the Barbarian. Yes. And I mean, the all of the women are in what basically amounts to fetish gear. Oh, yes. And, but all of the men are also in what basically amounts to fetish gear. But, I mean, the, the proportions are very, like, 80s metal, like, male power fantasy. Like, big muscular men fighting for the safety of the women. Because you'll notice, like, the two or three times in the game you see, like, people fleeing. It's always mm -hmm. women and children. Yeah. But to be fair, and, you know, like I said, because I did notice, because the first sprite that I, because I played all three, because I was like, I want to, you know, get a feel for it, right? Yeah, yeah I want to um, drink three different kinds of terrible drink. Exactly. You know? <laughs> so um, the first one I did pick, though, was the Valkyrie, right? And I just remember, like, saying, like, okay, I need to go up on the map a little bit and, and just being like, yeah, that's, uh, okay. That, <laughs> yeah. Whatever, it happened. It was a time in history. Let's all just move on with life. But, like, and so, like, all the men are very scantily clad. All the women are very scantily clad. And there is a mix of male and female, like, enemies. You know, like, there's, like, the dragon riders. And I think they're predominantly women, you know? Uh, so, like, I, think, I think all of the dragon riders are women. And then there are also women that are just, like, about. Yeah. So, so I mean, like, it... it, it I'm not saying that it's good. I am saying that there were many games at the time that were way worse. So, oh yeah, it's like a it's like a two steps <laughs> forward, one step back. Like yeah. women can be combatants. Also, they are naked. Yeah, exactly. But the men are ma naked too. So it's okay. It's like, is it? Is it? I don't. I don't know. <laughs> is, is it? I'm not it, sure that more nakedness is the solution. <laughs> it's like so. So yeah. So basically, they're like you know, like well, the women are half naked. It's like, well, no, no, they should be wearing clothes. No, we could do that, but. but <laughs> Bear with me for a second. Just <laughs> hear me out. And, and, and man, the, the skeletons got nothing on. Yeah, exactly. I mean, like <laughs> that's that's probably why they decided on skeleton sprites was they were like, we have to normalize this, so we'll just take <laughs> even more off. It's like, well, we can't make them naked. No, the skin too. And the, the, no, the, all mu musculature. It's all going. It's all going. <laughs> um, one, one other thing too, I did want to touch on <laughs> with the visuals was there were sometimes when um i felt that the visuals were inadequate and there was one time that i can point to very specifically which is i think it's in the second level 
um, where you go like down a little bit, and then behind you there's a blue ocean, right? And <laughs> and by blue ocean, I mean blue edge of the universe, where if you come too close to it, you immediately see your death. Yeah, no, it is it is a bottomless void that has. What's frustrating about that is there's no <laughs> other place in the game that has a similar bottomless void. So it's not yeah. like they're teaching you anything about the universe. <laughs> it's just like, oh, hey, here's a, a pit you can die in. What okay, did bye. you learn? Not to jump in that pit. That will never benefit you. Not to jump in that one pit. Yes. Although I was specifically. I was I was proud of myself because like I saw that and like I remember thinking like, man, modern games would never let me die in this. This is not a modern game. Let me try something. So like <laughs> So like one of the bad guys like started like walk towards me and so I like backed up like right right by it and then like right when he started to charge I just like went down in a couple of spaces <laughs> so I was no longer and I just watched him jump to his death and I was like yes awesome I am clever as hell and then and then another enemy came and rammed me into the pit and I was like oh, just you know just you know <laughs> like no good deed nope. <laughs> Yeah, the fact that you could hit them off of the edge of the world at least was like, well, you're consistent. Oh, yeah. The game is nothing if not bone-crushingly consistent. <laughs> like, which, I mean, in a way is like, it, it actually, yeah, this is a great example of equal not always being fair. So <laughs> yes. the game is ridiculously equal between you and this AI that can process things way faster than you ever could. So this is like, uh, oh, what was that old thing is um john henry versus the steam train you know like <laughs> <laughs> like you're just like desperately trying to use all of your like human intuition against this soulless computer that has just got right right on top of the timing uh so let's talk about the music so um i didn't love it <laughs> yeah yeah the music was kind of innocuous to me like it was just kind of like yeah Mm. My, my my problem with the music is, and this this is a limitation of the hardware at the time, but they, if you ever like listen to anybody who makes chiptune talk about it, they had lots of clever tricks for taking something that only had like four channels and making it sound like more by using like syncopation. So your brain kind of interprets it as two sounds at the same time, but it's actually like there's there it's technically one sound after another. And there, mm. there's all kinds of clever wizardry that they've done with chiptune and obviously later systems. Cause I mean this, like I said, this was an arcade cabinet that they converted to a home console. So later systems had more sophisticated sound chips in them, but I don't know. It's just, it, the whole thing felt like the melodies were good, but all the sound effects were like really shrill and like leaned a lot toward the tenor side of sounds, maybe because those carried better in like a noisy arcade. But I mean that when you kill people, they go like, ah, and it makes like, and yes. there's one, each character type has like exactly one like death scream. Yep. So you mm -hmm. hear it a million times. Yeah, no, because that's the thing. The music was innocuous to me. The sound effects on the other hand, um, I'll 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 hear in my nightmares until the end of days because like yeah no because like you know like you 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 kill a guy right and and he goes like ah like that like you know and you just like because huh. I mean it really like it, this is not a game there's no moral meter there's no moral choices to be had you're killing a guy called Death Adder so you know 
probably not a good dude. I don't know why I felt so guilty, like with every life that I took that I had no choice but to take. And I think it was because of the screaming, <laughs> especially whenever you, you, you know, killed a female sprite. It was just that like high pitched, like squeal of like, oh, my God, you know, it was just. <laughs> It was just awful. And 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 also too, it, it is immersion breaking when the uh you know, whatever hundred and fifty pound goblin that you just killed and the I'm guessing five hundred pound sumo wrestler that was like <laughs> eight feet tall, they both like make the exact same sound when they die. I'm like, so that means that they have like the same voice. So that either means that the goblin had like this resounding bass. Or like, 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 just imagine in your head, like the goblin sounding what you imagine the sumo wrestler to sound like, or <laughs> the sumo wrestler sounding what you in your mind imagine the goblin to sound like. You know, like both of those are weird, but since they both have the same death scream, it stands to reason that they have similar voices. So I was, I don't know, I, I yeah. didn't like any of that. Yeah, no, and and you know that they were capable of doing sounds in the base range because every time you swung a weapon, it went like whoosh. It was like this unnaturally deep, like the way ants must hear like human footsteps going overhead, like, <laughs> just this incredible, like deep resounding. It's like, what, what kind of blade makes that noise? I mean, I, like, I know I'm, I'm, I'm being overly, overly hard on it for comedic effect. haha. But like <laughs> there are, the, the, the sounds just, I don't know if they, when they ported them, they were lazy in the way that they ported them. I don't know if they were going for like a particular style and it just didn't turn out. It's, I mean, there, yeah. there's all no end of, of possible reasons, but it, it just was jarring. Like the music was, was like difficult to listen to. The screams were like <laughs> taxing on your soul. The, and and there's only a handful of sound effects, so every it's like, oh, do you not like that? Get ready to hear it a hundred thousand yeah. more times. Wrap in because that is this is this is your life now is listening to these screams, and and I don't again you know like big big fan of like fantasy mythos and all this sort of stuff. So I, I do have a whole bunch of like headcanon built up around like <laughs> not this particular game, but games like this. I didn't care for the skeletons having the same death scream as like. As the guys, yeah, because like, yeah. like the skeleton's like, Arr! I'm like, what? Okay, overthinking <laughs> it. But where are his vocal cords, man? Like, how is he making? Like, so, they're supposed to be quiet, and that's like supposed to be like the whole thing, you know, that like makes them like scary and stuff like that. And I was like, this is, and and, and it doesn't like. Okay, so to be entirely <laughs> honest, part of the reason why I'm, I'm saying this now is because I gave this exact same diatribe to Megan, and it was after the skeleton killed me 15 times. Ah, yes. And, and so I was just like finding anything about him to hate. So. <laughs> yeah, well, you're ugly and your sword is rusty. <laughs> yeah, you, you're you're a jerk. I don't like you very much. <laughs> <laughs> no, that, that's fair. I mean, I, I don't want to, I have basically nothing good to say about the music, except that uh, the, and this is really grasping at straws, but the, um, the, the magic sound effects are like kind of neat. They're because they're different, right? They're, it's not like they're really good, but they are distinctly unique from other sound effects in the game. Like none of the weapons or characters make noises quite like those noises, and those noises are a little bit more bass heavy. So they, with everything else being so trebly, they feel like more, um, like they reverberate more. Mm -hmm. And the uh, when the game starts, 
and it, it I, I don't want to do it because I'm gonna like completely butcher it. But you know what I mean. Like it's the the way the song starts is like like a creepy like yeah. It's like that. That is. It's like run that by me again. No, <laughs> people can just back the podcast up 15 seconds if they want to suffer through that another time. I, I am. I'm going to, I'm going to time mark this. I'm just going to hit it on repeat. It's just, just over and over. Um, but that it, it felt like a, with the limited instrument set and the limited, um, you know, amount of sounds that could play at the same time. Like it's a very memorable little, like whatever you would call that in music theory. Like it, it's just like the second I turned the game on for the first time, having not played it in, I don't know how many years I was like, Oh, golden axe. Like, like that, yeah. you know, that, that part felt incredibly familiar for b- being something so simple that you then never hear again. Cause you only hear it on the new game screen. Right. Yeah. No, I mean, yeah. Like I said, like to me, the, the, the nice thing I have to say is that the music was innocuous. Like did it, it just, <laughs> it wasn't, it wasn't offensive. So that's like a 10 for this game because no, I'm, it's, <laughs> wah, wah. it's not that bad, but like, no, I mean, I so said like the the yeah the sound effects were so startlingly jarring that it overwhelmed the mu- like that's all I can like hear you know like if you said like hum a few bars of Golden Axe to me I'd be like I just start screaming because that's all I re- <laughs> remember are those screams. No, that that checks out. <laughs> so uh, I think we should talk about controls and mechanics kind of together because. Um, uh, the the controls. I mean, like there are some. Yeah. <laughs> but, you, you can move in four whole directions, man. Like it's. I mean, wait, well, eight. Sorry, it's just twice as many. So my, my problem is, I with the controls is that I looked at the um the control setup like in the options menu, mm. and I mean your your controls are like left, right, up, down, mm-hmm. which is fine, and then you have jump attack and magic right and that's fine but if you do and i know this from watching people who remember this game fondly play it (laughs) there are actually ways you can do like other types of attack by like doing things with the joystick at the right time really and yes and that is not communicated to you in any significant way and Mm. i assume that at best they're expecting you to be like furiously waggling the <laughs> the joystick in the arcade while you're attacking and then maybe being like oh wait how did i do that and then by trial and error you would you would suss it out so i'm yeah. i'm willing to admit that trying to play it now as a modern gamer i like basically treated it like an ignorant child and i was like oh you can you know attack you can attack repeatedly you can attack while jumping and you can do this little dash dash. I don't even know why I guessed at that. I must have just remembered. But like right. it never occurred to me to to look for other like combos. And then when I saw someone do it, I was like, why? Why did that not occur to me? Well, no, and I and I'll and, and okay. Um I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna come to your defense here and and, and don't <laughs> take it as me defending you, take it as me attacking the game. So No, that no. that's fair. <laughs> no, here's here's my thoughts on that. Is that most games have things like that, but the game... So here's what I think a game should assume a player will do, is press all of the buttons, you know? So 
you as a game developer should be able to rely on somebody to know what each of the buttons do, at least when the game first starts, you know, because sure. when the game first starts, you press all the buttons, you kind of figure out what all the different buttons do. If you want them to know or be able to do anything more complex than that, you have to teach it to them. And it doesn't mean in a text heavy tutorial or in a, you know, like, oh, well, when you do these two things, like, like you know, like, like, just shut up, you know, you don't need that. <laughs> Um, but like games like, um, you know, they're heralded for having amazing tutorials like Mario or things like that, you know, um, they they do that where basically like they'll set up a situation where you're almost certainly going to do thing A naturally. And then you'll see what the result of that is. And then you go like, oh, OK, you know, and then and then you you learn it, you know, and the game did nothing like that. Like, I nope, you know. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, like, they, they never, if they wanted to, what they could have done is, like, put you into an area that, you know, like, where you had to use this particular skill to get out of it, you know? And then that's that's your gating mechanic. You know, it's like, well, we know that they can't get past this point without learning this particular skill. And then even if it's just, like, you know, like, one of those things that were really common in our case where it just shows, like, the joystick, you know, like, do this, and then A, and then yeah, you go, like, half oh. circle forward or whatever, yeah. Yeah, and then you're like, oh, okay, and then you do it, and you're like, oh, wow, neat, and now this is a skill that the developer now knows that I have, so, you know, so on and so forth. But Now um, they can expect me to do it, because they've taught it to me. Right, but this this was was not that. In fact, speaking of, you know, game mechanics and things like that, I did not know until I got frustrated um, <laughs> that, <laughs> that there was an option to increase your life by, like, 33%. Because mm-hmm. that was... <laughs> necessary because <laughs> like i was like okay you know i was like all right i'm gonna play through and you know i did it and the first my first playthrough is the valkyrie and i got just thoroughly wrecked right oh oh yes and then the second time i played through i played through as you know conan the barbarian and and that was my shortest playthrough because i realized something that i haven't seen happen in games in quite some time um, but I remembered it now, and I was like, oh, right. And then all that ire came back, which was I got about <laughs> a third of the way through the game, and I played one section particularly poorly, and I reset it because I said, like, there's absolutely no way for me to recover from this. Like, <laughs> my last I play screwed through, up too hard. Yeah, like, exactly. Like, I was like, I, I, you know, got hit, like, 10 additional times. That means I'm, like, 10 more health bars down than I was the last time I was here and couldn't complete the game. So there's no point in me continuing on. So I just reset it. And then it was at that point I was like, holy mother, I can increase my life. Why would I, <laughs> who would ever not want to do that? And then of course you also decrease your life. I'm like, and why? I mean, oh God, why? Well, and I mean, th- this is like a, a bit of a UX complaint, right? It's like, hey, if you had put that on the main screen, you could have called it easy, normal, and hard and everyone would have more or less understood what you were getting at. Yeah. Yeah, because like, cause that's the thing is that there's arcade mode and then beginner mode, which I, I admit I was going to look into, and then I didn't because I didn't want to play the game anymore. Oh, no. But, Be- um, beginner mode is a mode. Yeah, mood. Be- I'm in a beginner <laughs> mode. Beginner mode is like a total screw you that I'm sure was like a thing they added when they ported it right out of the arcade is... And you realize anything that is um, seems like unfair or cheaty, you can always just ease your guilt by saying like, "Oh, well, this they were just trying to scam quarters out of little kids, right?" Mm-hmm. So it's like, "Oh, the game cheated because they were just trying to steal my quarters." But um, <laughs> the uh, the beginner mode 
there's I think a, a few fewer enemies, and uh, when you get to like this, I I don't remember when, but you get to an arbitrary point, and then the game just goes, "All right, we're done. Play arcade if you want the rest." Really? Yeah, yeah. It's just <laughs> it's like it's like one and a half stages in or something. It's just like that was neat. Want to see what the rest of the game is like? And it's it's like could you I see what the next rest of the game is like? Grow a pair, basically. Yeah, I don't I don't know why <laughs> they opted for this mode. Like I don't know what the point of this mode is. Like, if they wanted to have an easier version of the game, then you could just have an easier version of the game. And if you don't want to support an easier version of the game, don't put in easy mode, but just for the first level. Yeah. Like, I mean, maybe it's... Yeah, no, I can't. The only good reason I could think of for that would be, you know, oh, well, it's to, like, familiarize yourself with the mechanics. But in a game where you are one reset button away from trying again, like, that's just... That's an insanely weird, bizarre choice and and so anyway so then that speaks to what you were saying which is that like you know many games nowadays you know like say like you want to play the game do you want to play it on easy mode this is what your experience is going to be like you know and then it's like normal hard and hang yourself and then hang yourself (laughs) and your family and then and it goes up from there but you know like and on and and, and, as you do you know but um but yeah, so like it has all those different modes at the, at the beginning. And and even that from what I've like read and, and discussed with other people is considered to be like the poor man's choice. Like, you know, like there are better ways to scale difficulty than like an options menu at the beginning. And this didn't even have that. So no. And, and I mean, I, re- I, I don't like continually going to the well of, well, it was an arcade game, but I mean, it's, <laughs> it's, it's like if you have a dog and you'd rather have a cat. It's a fair point to say, like, well, this dog's parents were both dogs, and that is why this dog is a dog. Like this home console game came from an arcade cabinet, and that influenced everything about the way it looks, the way it sounds, the gameplay, the mechanics, the controls. Like the presumably in the arcade, it had a joystick and not a thumb pad. Like there's just all of these things that you could say are, are good or bad but that are impossible to separate from its pedigree that okay so let's let's that is true <laughs> however to, to go with your analogy right i think that would be more akin to if i had a a hunting murder dog right <laughs> and i the owner of the dog deliberately said i am now going to make it so that way you can bring this dog into your home with children <laughs> i should take some degree of responsibility <laughs> To, to to housebreak that dog to the point where where it's not not going to eat your family, you know. <laughs> so yes, yeah, so no. I mean, I, I, <laughs> I really I got like nothing to add to that. <laughs> I definitely. So I mean, yes, I, I agree that like yes, it, it is it is definitely an arcade game, and you can definitely see in and out the way it is but yeah you know there's just some things that you, like when i'm playing a game in my home I, I i would like to see and and yeah so uh you know even if it just said like you know hey check out the options menu for making the game i don't even want to say you know playable not even easier you know <laughs> Do you well, want to see the end this option on <laughs> so so this is a big difference between your experience and mine you know on this this replay is uh i i played for maybe about half an hour, 40 minutes on my own. And then uh, I said to Susan, I was like, hey, 
um, instead of watching, you know, like Luke Cage or whatever show we're in the middle of right now, uh, do you want to play Golden Axe with me? And she was like, oh, what is that? And I showed it to her and she was like, oh, okay. Because <laughs> I mean, her mind, like, not really, but, you know. Yeah. Yeah, because, I mean, you know, I mean, Sue's been a gamer for a long time, and, and she's actually played side-scrolling beat-em-ups before with me. Like, we played uh, Scott Pilgrim versus the World a lot together when that game first came out. So it's nice. no- nothing about this experience was foreign to her, and yet <laughs> you could just tell by looking at, like, the age of it and how much I was cursing at it that she was like, I don't I don't really want to do this. <laughs> but, but, you know, she's cool, so, so she played, and it is the difference between single player and two player is that there's another player. There aren't more, there are not more enemies. The enemies are not stronger there. There's no other difference. So adding a second person, unless that person is horrible is a massive bonus, except (laughs) friendly fire. Really? Oh my. Yes. Friendly fire is on. Friendly fire is the only way. <laughs> and because of the aforementioned lack of clarity around hitboxes, you can't really gang up on a single enemy. You kind of need to steer clear of each other. And I'm sure that there are people who are playing and thinking like, well, you know, that's how it would re- it's a video game. I don't yeah. need I don't need there are certain things that I'm willing to forego realism on to add enjoyment. Friendly fire is one of those things. Yes. No, I for- Friendly fire is is typically pretty game breaking, especially in a, like a real time multiplayer, you know, game. Because like, yeah, I mean, like in like a strategy game where you can sit there and you can think through your movements and all sorts of stuff. If I like knee jerk, like, oh my god, fireball, and I like nuke my entire team, you know, like you don't want to do. So wait, with what about with like magic attacks? Do you? Do you, you hit know, your magic no friendly fire. Okay, I was yeah, gonna say because magic always automatically hits everyone on the screen. Which is actually another annoying inconsistency is that magic hits everyone on the screen. And you may have noticed while you were playing that the amount of screen you can go on to and the amount of screen the enemies can go on to are two different screens. So like while I was because there's there's about at least on the, the TV I was playing on, there's what amounted to about a half an inch on each side of the screen where things can be going on, but I was not invited to that party. So like one of the squirrels, I knocked a potion out of him and it fell into, it fell right into that little stripe of screen. And I walk over to get it. And I now look like I'm a a terrible out of, out of work mime, like walking (laughs) forward and not getting anywhere. And I'm like, I want to pick up that damn potion. Why am I not picking up that damn potion? Yeah, no, my experience with that was was also terrible because like at one point I was like, you know, like, oh man, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go get this bad guy. And I ran and I drop kicked him in the face, which is totally a, a legitimate fighting technique. And <laughs> <laughs> and I knocked him off of the screen, and, but I could still see him, you know, like just a little bit. And I was like, I'm gonna get you, and I swung at him. And and I just in my mind, I just like whiffed in front of him. And then his 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 mouth widened into a toothy grin as he beat the ever loving mess out of me. Yeah, because like, <laughs> and I could I could not hit him because he was like off the screen, you know. And so I was like, all right, fine, whatever, regroup. And then the other time that happened was when I knocked somebody off the screen. And I was like, 
whatever. And then he came like flying out of nowhere, like with his <laughs> drop kick and like laid me out. And I was like, I just, uh, yeah, uh, I mean, honestly, this game made me sit down. Like, like when I got done, I put the controller down, took a deep breath. And I said, I'm not sure I understood what fun was when I was young. <laughs> I mean, you, you had, you had less of a scope of things that were fun. So you were yeah. like, out of all the things that I've experienced, this is one of them. Yeah. And also I think, <laughs> I think too, like the amount of time, cause you're like, well, you know, that was very frustrating or whatever, but you know, Hey, I'm a kid. I, all I have to do is like go to school. And aside from that, I just have fun all the time. Like now I'm just kind of like, man, I just, it's been an hour of my own personal time just getting slogged through that. I, I don't, don't like me. That was, that was not a good idea. <laughs> so in, in defense of consistent mechanics, uh, the game is nothing if not consistent. Yes. And if you learn the the secrets, you can exploit them 100% of the time, right? Because the controls are, it's you, you don't inch forward like you do in modern games. Like you take a predictable amount of movement all the time. And there are a couple of places like in the third act or whatever episode level, um, where you're like going up the steps and there's like skeletons mm -hmm. and then, and they like, and bad guys and they pop up out of the ground. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Which is by the way, you're on an Eagle at yes. that point in time. Yeah. So that Eagle <laughs> has some serious medical issues. Like yeah. if like skeletons are bursting out of its flesh, but yes, continue. <laughs> <laughs> this is where the glass was shattered for you. And you're like, this just isn't believable at all. Yeah, no, I mean, like, 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 like taking a tortoise, the tortoise mobile. I mean, that's fine. I mean, that Aang did it in Avatar. So obviously it's, it's like rooted in reality, but you know, like, yeah, no, that, that was, that was the, 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 the well-known no documentary film, Avatar, the last airbender. <laughs> uh, but yeah. So there, there, for whatever reason, they just didn't program the enemies to change levels. Like the enemies can't do anything that requires a jump. So if you make them come up out of the ground and then you drop back down onto the thing, mm -hmm. you are now in a situation where you can interact with their hitbox and they cannot interact with yours. Hmm. And you can just stand there and wail on them until they die. Nice. And then yeah. there's a, a couple other places where the, the trigger box, like, because all the enemies are standing still until like a thing happens. And most of the time, the thing happening is that you have entered the screen at all. But right. there are other enemies that like stand there and laugh at you like big douches until you like enter their their trigger zone. And it might be, you know, outside of their hitbox. It might be inside of their hitbox, especially for those like giant guys. But there's a couple. Um, I know a couple of the the like women enemies. I don't know if they're also called Valkyries, but like the, the women enemies. Right. And you can enter their hitbox from like the top and it doesn't their trigger box is like thinner than their hitbox and you can just stand there and like punch them in the face over and over and they will do nothing about it see i didn't notice that because i didn't get that fine into it but i did notice that a couple of the valkyries we'll just valkyries across the board um like like there was like one time where i entered a screen and i mean like you know, I'm playing this game at this point as like a, you know, like I just I have to play it. You know, I have to get, <laughs> I have to get through this, but I want it now not to be challenging, but as painless as possible. So like 
I like walk up to like these two Valkyries who are just like looking at you, like laughing, like you said, just like you're like, oh ha, look at you, dwarf <laughs> slash human male slash human female. Yeah, so I was like, all right, fine. So I walked up and I just like like just full on just shouldered one in the face, you know, and and then and then she like gets up to come you know wreck me, and her friend is continuing to laugh. Now I assume at her, you know. <laughs> Because <laughs> I'm like, why aren't you like assisting in any way? You know what? Screw it. And so all I do is I just like, like, was I like, like I stole something. I was like, Shh, maybe no one will notice. So I just like <laughs> kited her like up to the top of the screen and then like beat her to death and then like came back for her ally, you know? But I was just kind of like, like I felt like I got away with something, you know? <laughs> like, yeah. And, and that's the thing about the, the mechanics is if you were able to enter that fight the same way, it would have happened exactly the same way again. Because yeah, it, it's time. not. It's not really AI. It's it's pre-programmed triggers, and I mean you could say the same about modern games, but the the list of triggers and the list of responses is much 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 shorter. Yeah. No. And and the one other thing that I thought was interesting, and it was very gamey. So like if I was if if all of a sudden my fourth wall hadn't been shattered and like my suspension of disbelief like gone long ago, it would have probably been immersion breaking. But like it's it's when you're getting ready to get onto the back of the skeleton infested eagle and (laughs) (laughs) you're you're um like there's like that like weird like kind of like platformy esque area, but like I realize I realized that the bad guys will follow you up there. And I'm like, that's neat. And I was like, kind of like starting to run away, like towards the bottom of one of them. And I started to come back up and he was trying to like get in the same, you know, plane as me, but he's like a half second delayed. So he went two feet lower and just walked off to his death, you know? (laughs) And I was like, huh, wonder if that's recreatable. And so (laughs) So I went and found the next dude. I was like, hey, no, come here for a second. I just I just want to talk to you for a minute. Oh, no, to your death. And then, yeah, I, got, I was able to do it with all of the guys in that screen. And I was just so, to your credit, like you're saying, like very consistent, man. Every single one of them just got tired of living at about the same time. Yeah, and I, I think, at least in a way, that does make that kind of game a little bit more enjoyable because you can then go over to your friend's house and like, you're incentivized to try and remember that stuff because it's repeatable and right. in some cases really funny. So <laughs> There was that and uh, and one other one where like, because Megan is normally reading while I'm playing these. So like she, she'll like intermittently watch. And there's one when you're getting off of the skeleton infested eagle where like there's a long like thin platform and like, clear sky behind you so in this in this case you absolutely know that that is a place that will kill you you know and i was like the dwarf and i had like my ultimate saved up or whatever so i was just like whatever and so i just hit it because i knew that that not like knocks everyone down and because the area they needed to be on was so thin it just knocked everybody off of the platform and just (laughs) auto killed everyone i was like win moving on with life (laughs) just that was it so I am the dwarf. <laughs> so th- this is actually something, speaking of magic, that I thought was really well thought out, um, you know, with like the limited complications they wanted to introduce, which is the Valkyrie has the most powerful magic. The barbarian guy has a, he has the medium magic and medium physical attack. And then the dwarf has the the weakest magic, but the highest physical attack. So there's, 
differences to their abilities as well as the way they just physically move and the size of their hitbox and things, which is you know expected because they look different. But yes. um, I thought the magic thing was actually kind of neat because you have to you, your magic is always pump and dump, right? Like you can't you can't say like, well, I'll use half this time and half next time. Oh no, I'm only gonna use a quarter this time because these are wimpy enemies. Like if you have your magic meter filled all the way up, you are killing everything so if right. there's a single enemy on the screen or if you're fighting the last boss like that's it and that puts in a a cool kind of uh incentive to like remember uh like w how far you are to the boss so you can like try and hold out or like okay am i gonna am i even gonna make it to the boss if i don't use my magic right <laughs> now because like there's way too many enemies on the screen and i, I felt like that added a neat little uh, what do you call it? A, a, uh, it was a narrow but deep strategy, right? Like it's very easy yeah. to understand, but a fair amount of complexity in how you would actually employ it. And the game is pretty generous with magic. Like every couple screens, there's a little squirrel guy. In between levels, there's the two squirrel guys, the food squirrel guy, and the magic squirrel guy. So it's like yep. you can you can be reckless with your magic if you want, or you can be the Valkyrie and store it up till you get to like the level six magic where it's it's as full as it can be, and then just burn the whole world down. Yes, yeah, and then summon your mighty dragon of dragoning. Yes. No. Actually, oh, that, though, that was, was actually in in the game's defense for visuals. That was a spectacular attention to detail. Having each level of magic look different. Yeah, I know. I, I definitely like that, and that's one of the things I remembered the most about the game was like you know wanting to get like the super ultimate magic, you know, and then like like things like that. And actually, because um, like to me, the magic was like the only fun part of the game. The unfortunate thing being, though, is that you do tend to hoard it because you want to, like, be able to use it on, like, the bosses or whatever. So, like, it's it's a whole bunch of slogging through, am I in the same plane of my enemies for, like, <laughs> at, like 10 seconds of, oh, my God, this looks really cool and this was really fun. And, oh, no, 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 I got to go. No, I got to go back. But actually, no, I, I had um one, like, narratively strong moment with the game um, where basically, like, like you said, where, like, I was, like, it was my gonna be my final fight with Death Adder, you know, and I had gotten to him once before, you know. Oh my god, you actually made it to the final boss! It the game is remarkably short. I mean, like, yes, it is, but I did not get that far. Oh yeah, no, I did. I did twice. Um, so like the first time I got there, you know, like I, I you know, I, I died right. Um, the second time, um, I did it. Uh, I was I was playing as the dwarf, right, and I you know had the health up and all this sort of stuff, but like. I had like I think like zero lives left or something like that. But I was I was on like I was up against the wall and and it was right before I was about to get to the bad guy where I was like, if I don't use this now, I'm just I'm I'm gonna die, you know? So I used my magic, killed the bad guys, but as I used it, I realized I was already dead. Because <laughs> because like I was now going into a fight that I was unable to win, magicked up with tons of life. Now it was like no magic and no life, you know. It's like uh, But that this, survival this is, instinct kicked in. Yeah, exactly. It was just like, like no, and all of a sudden, I, I felt like, uh, was it Bender, where he's just kind of like, you know, like, kill my friends, just give me another couple seconds of sweet, sweet life. You know, where I was like, <laughs> all I've done is bought myself like thirty seconds, maybe. But yeah, no, did so. So you never actually got to like Death Adder. Well, okay, so, so, so here's how it went down. Right. So <laughs> on my own, I don't know 
I didn't make it far like at all because this was never my style of game. Not when I was a lad, not when I was a teen, not as an adult, like the beat em up style of game for some reason just does not grok with me. Like I enjoy them generally, but like I was never good at final fight. I wasn't that great at Scott Pilgrim versus the world, but like <laughs> I, I still generally enjoy them. Um, or streets of rage, another ridiculous game about oh, 80s, yeah, isn't that, 80s isn't people that one fighting like alleyways eat yeah eat rotten chicken that you find in dumpsters and that makes you healthier somehow i think final fight might have had the chicken dumpsters because <laughs> i feel like you should take damage from eating dumpster chicken not not, not get healthier it should be like the poison mushrooms in the later mario games like you have to yeah. look at the chicken and see if it's like spoiled or not yeah, yeah, and then and then all of a sudden it's not you know final fight anymore. It's just chicken inspector, you know, like forty seven. <laughs> <laughs> like it's the most boring game ever. <laughs> I took a nosedive like super fast. <laughs> um, but so we, yeah, on, on my own, I did not get very far at all. And then with Susan, uh, which is why I noticed the stark contrast in difficulty when you have a second player. We on like our first try got to. Um, I think Death Adder Junior, the oh. one where like the king and queen come down. Wait, I I might not have gotten oh. as far as I did. Oh snap! Yeah. yeah, yeah. So you're in front of a building, and uh -huh. there's there's the dude that looks like Death Adder, but it's not Death Adder. Okay, then that is as far as I got. Okay, that's more believable <laughs> based yeah. on your overall performance as you've described it. Yes. Yeah, so, yeah, no, so you got, beat that, to that guy. Yeah, you beat that guy, and then the king and queen come down, and the or the king and princess. King and yeah, king and princess. So the the woman, whoever, she like runs over to the king and then starts um talking about uh it's like the only dialogue in the game where she's like you know, that big guy like was so mean to us, but I don't think he's the man in charge. I've seen him go in there and heard them shout orders at him or something like that. And then you go in the door. It's like a 1980s cutscene. It's actually, it's, it's, it's a little, little, it was kind of nice. It's like a break from mm. the rest of the game. And then you go in and then there's another level and then you fight another big guy that's identical to Death Adder, but with a different color. And mm. then you go through another level, and there's another guy, and that's Death Adder. So ah. I made it with Susan to post-first Death Adder, false peak. And then we made it through most of like that next level, and then we died. And then uh, th this, this kind of sums up my answer to the, the question we have to ask, which is like, does it hold up? Which is after we beat the false boss and then we got through most of this level and then died and then <laughs> the continue screen comes up, Susan just put the controller kind of down toward the ground. Like she didn't put it down. It was still in right. her hands, but she put it down toward the ground and just turned to me and went, can we stop? <laughs> <laughs> and, and <laughs> I just went, yeah yeah let's stop <laughs> i yeah, learned everything i need to know <laughs> I, yeah no actually so huh so like i said like i thought i had gotten to the boss and 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 what you just gave me was the 
Yeah, no, five, ten times, <laughs> ten times at the, at most. the most. Yep. The game was only using one percent of its true power, and I'm like, no, you're bluffing. But then, like, you like describe the whole thing. It's like he's not bluffing. So that almost makes me feel better because, like, I I was never even close to beating the game. Like, I thought, yeah. I thought it was like getting there. I was like, because like, like I was fighting the big bad, and I was like, oh man, it's just like on pins and needles. But yeah, no, I mean, like, if I was zero lives, nil health, and like beat <laughs> that guy, and he's like. No, 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 there's more. There's more to go. I'd be like, oh, well, I mean, look at me. I am a, I am a, but a tiny dwarf covered in dr- blood and sans magic. Like, like, y- just you kill me, please. Yeah. Like, you no. kill me here. Yeah, no, you get to that game or that part of the game, and the game uses its one and only cutscene to go ruffle copter, fourth form, freeze out, and then it's just, <laughs> and, and it's not even just like there's more. <laughs> it's not even just that there's more bosses, there's also additional levels. And, for some reason, after you go indoors, that level has like several platforming challenges, and this game is not designed for platforming challenges. No, and to, I mean to be fair, in defense of the game, I can think of all the platforming I do around my house every day. Yeah, where you know, and why that's all indoors and not on the back of Skeleton Eagle or something? I don't know. That's so weird. But yeah, because it's just kind of like I can't think of like you know being like, "Hey, honey, can you come into the kitchen real fast?" But don't forget to jump over the lake of lava. You know, it's like that's not generally in doors that's a poorly crafted house i mean that's what happens when you use you know like you know magical gnome contractors i'm just saying you know yeah. stupid gnomes <laughs> that is uh i think the the first fake boss is about two-thirds of the way through the game like you don't do that many more levels before you hit the next fake boss and then that many more levels before the next fake boss so there it's i mean you you in total length of game you were pretty close to the end but in total difficulty of game, like you were, yeah. 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 No, because that's the thing is that, and I don't remember anything about what you just said, which means also as a kid, <laughs> I was not even, even close. So that's also a thing. But no, I mean, like, I just remember being like, all right, we got to go kill Death Adder. Neat. All right. So we crossed the tortoise. Neat. Okay. We got on an eagle. All right. Cool. Yeah. Now the final boss begins. I'm like, wait, really? I mean, good i want i want this to end i want the sweet release of this not happening to me anymore but but really yeah whatever you know and then like big giant guy who looks unlike the other four people that you fought so far comes out like no reason to think that's not death so i mean they knew what they were doing they were just like yeah 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 no and it's uh i mean that that's like it's symbolic of the designers wanting to do things with video games that the technology was not yet there to support, right? They obviously were like, okay, we want to have like this first part of the game that like kind of teaches you how to play the game. And then you're going to fight this guy and you're probably going to die like 20 times. But by the time you beat him, then you realize like there's actually like more game and the the next like level or two are going to be harder because the jumping mechanic is just really not designed for platforming. Nope. <laughs> I think it's a little funny that, you know, when you play a game like a Sonic or a Mario or a Mega Man or like a game designed for platforming, they intentionally break physics because they have to, right? Yeah. You can't commit to a jump and not be allowed to arrest your momentum in midair because otherwise that would be less fun. And like I said, it's okay to give up some reality for more fun, but I couldn't help but notice that when you are in a dead sprint and you jump or you are standing perfectly still and you jump, you jump the same amount. 
Hmm. Like, Interesting. Like forward. You jump higher, yeah. but you jump forward like a virtually identical amount. So the few times that you have to jump over a chasm of some kind, it's like, well, you better know exactly where that hitbox is because if you take if you go forward another pixel, you fall to your death. But if you stay right yeah. here on the ledge, you can make the jump. And one of the things that um, the game does not do and is not needed in strictly two-dimensional platformers, but in even false three-dimensional platformers, I think is absolutely needed. There's no jump shadow, you know? <laughs> oh, so, so you just have no real idea where you're going to land. And so you just kind of hope against hope that it's in. And also to the, so for, for a game based around not that mechanic, the punishment for failing that mechanic is much 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 higher right because it's like you just got hit five times by a guy who can one hit take a health bar because you screwed up one thing once and there is no save zone you you you, you, your (laughs) your butt is going all the way back to that giant turtle and and you just try again you know yeah so courtesy of susan i was already able to to give up uh how i feel about this game how how are your nostalgia goggles holding up? Um, I believe that in order to play this game, you would need nostalgia goggles as thick as the professors. And in interest <laughs> of keeping this PG-13, I'm going to take the one that we can do. Fuck this game. <laughs> Awful. It's just, just terrible. Just, it was a grinding, bone-crushing experience from which there is no emotional return. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah, no, that's, um, it's about my feelings on it. Although, so I, I had to do one weird thing, you know, cause we, you know, the, some of the other games we've played, like I successfully completed, haha, but I, I, I had to know what the ending to this game was like. Mm. Did you watch the ending to this game on YouTube? No, no, I did not. Okay. So when we're done, I'm not going to insert somebody's entire YouTube video into the audio of the show. <laughs> Um, nice, nice. But but go uh, go grab a YouTube video of just the ending, right? Um, mm-hmm. Because the music is so so bizarrely out of place, like it's incredibly <laughs> chipper. And then uh, it it does like the Super Mario World like arcade gamey style. Like here are all the enemies you just fought even though they're just literal palette swaps of each other. (laughs) Um, Yeah. But then the credits part is, uh, I think the character you beat the game as throwing a ball that looks like it's like a jumbled white mass to Mm -hmm. one of the goblins. And the goblin does his attack animation. Like he's hitting a baseball and then the words fly up it's letters right the big white ball is letters and it, it flies up and explodes into the words which if it just did that for like a couple of words or the end or something you'd be like oh that's cute but right. it does it for like everyone who worked on the game which thank- <laughs> thankfully in 1989 was like 20 people and not 200 people or 2000 people like it is right. nowadays but after the third or fourth identical animation and sound effect, I was kind of like, okay, I, I I see what you're doing. Can you stop? Like, can yeah. you just lie to me about the remaining people who worked on the game? Yeah. Just, so even, even the closing credits are a bit of a slog. 
Yeah, and, uh, that, that that I don't know how to feel about that. Like, I don't know whether to be happy because I did not, I lacked the skill to go to, to have to deal with that, or bummed that you know, even after this, like, like if I were to have muscled through, you know, and persevered, right, <laughs> then my perseverance would have been met with like more of this. It's like. <laughs> it's like why like no i did it i said it's got to stop now like like so you 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 stopped right you stopped watching it right oh no i watched the whole ending oh did you okay no because i was gonna say like like it like with the degree to which the developers have gone out of their way to make this a horrifying grinding experience and 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 multiple times like when you think the veil has been lifted and you've seen the end of the grind (laughs) there is apparently more I'm afraid that like to watch the YouTube video would be to like watch the ring movie. And then all of a sudden, like my life would somehow become this like horrible grinding experience. Like, eh, nah, <laughs> anyways, <laughs> no, I think, uh, I don't think there's anything left to say about gold. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. After you, uh, after you say like, no, it's basically like the ring and it's awful. And yeah. So no, I, I do think that I did one nice thing I will say about this game is that if you are ever looking to reframe another old video game, <laughs> it's a good zero point. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> you, you know, right, like, somebody's going to be listening to this who has, like, really fond memories of it, like like those guys that I played it with last week. Yeah. And and I'm I'm wondering if we're gonna get gushy like here's what you were doing wrong comments like here's why the game is fine and you are wrong like I I can foresee some of that. Hey, I'm more than willing to admit that I'm wrong, but there are some places like in science where your opinion doesn't matter, where there are just <laughs> laws and constants. Not saying this is one, but I'm saying it feels like it. Yeah, I mean I'll I'll entertain people's fond memories of childhood and. Not yeah. approvingly at them, but there's I don't I don't think there's anything somebody can tell me that's going to retcon happiness onto this experience. No, unless they unless they basically say like, no, 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 dude, that's not the game you want to play. If you hold the A button, then it opens up a completely. It, if you hold the A button, then it just plays Super Mario World. Like then I'd be like, yes, oh yeah, yeah, no, yeah no, that'd no. be fine. Yeah, yeah, no. Yeah. <laughs> But that 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 uh that doesn't seem super likely. Mm-mm. Anyway, so we'll we'll play something time? that sucks less next time. Yeah, yeah. One one hopes like 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 link to the past. We could do link to the past. Is it link to the past? <sighs> so I've been thinking if we were going to play an RPG because I mean Zelda's like an action RPG, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, should probably be Zelda two, which is which is inarguably the greatest one in the series. I mean, there's a lot of really good games in the Zelda franchise. You look like you are waiting to punch me in the teeth. <laughs> I hate everything you love. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, no, Zelda 2 Electric Boogaloo, man. Like, like everybody, that's, that's the one. That's the money one. I don't know why everybody, <laughs> everybody just glosses over it. <laughs> It's a what do you call it? It's a it's like a sleeper hit or or an un, unsung classic. It's cult classic, maybe cult, cult classic. Yeah, but it's it, but the problem is that everybody who plays it, it's 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 a suicide cult classic, is what it is. You know. Yeah. There well, uh, there there was that one woman who invited you into her house for God knows what because you don't the camera doesn't go in there with you. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. Well, that that is probably one that we should play at one point because I vaguely remember that one, but like <laughs> honestly, I yeah, I don't I don't remember much. It certainly was not in keeping with the the Zelda franchise. I, I remember that. Uh, yes, that is a fair assessment. Um, but <laughs> I, I don't know. Maybe we, maybe we'll get around to Link to the Past. It, it'd someday. be yeah, someday. someday. I don't know if you can go from Golden Axe directly to Link to the Past without. Like it'd be like too much of a shock to your system. Like you jump in ice water and then you jump into a hot tub. Like it's not good for you. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, no. It's it's interesting because the analogy my brain came up with was it'd be like going from a vegan diet to heroin. So, so, you know, different strokes. But yes, yes, it would be quite a shock. (laughs) All right, we'll see. Everybody will just have to be surprised. Excellent. Excellent. Sounds good. See you next time. Next time, buddy. The curtain falls. The music plays, the credits roll, then it all fades to black. And you're left by yourself, the fanfare is gone. There's no player two, there by your side to share victories won. But as you slowly progress, down the hall to your bed, a few great events leak back into your head From the time that you spent Traversing the land Battling evil, fighting the darkness Just sword in hand Your memories creep in With the end of a smile